sensitives, we find ourselves in a world encouraging us to tune out when our greatest power is to tune in. And sometimes being tuned in is just frankly overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be that way. This is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature and to sort through the noise to help us find our inner truth. I'm your host, Marcy Moberg, a fellow sensitive, intuitive coach and healer and shadow worker. For the past two decades, I've been on a journey to heal and tune in to the unseen and unconscious realms of life. And seven years ago, I decided to dedicate my life to sharing what I've learned and guiding others to do the same. On this podcast, you'll find deep, real talk conversations, practical tips, inspiring stories, and answers to your burning intuitive questions. Equal parts spiritual and human, my work is trauma-informed and always practical. I'm so glad that your intuition led you here. Welcome to Tune In with Marcy. Hey there, welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive coach and healer Marcy Moberg, and I'm grateful you're here today. Today we are talking about discovering invitations in your dreams. But first I want to talk to you about an important announcement. And that is that enrollment for Dreams Unlocked closes this Friday, October 22nd. So if you're listening to this in real time when the episode comes out, that's in two days. And it's my most in-depth course on everything dream-related that I lead live one to two times a year. So far I've generally let it only one time a year. And my goal is to empower you to interpret your own dreams and act on them, to act on the messages that you discover in your dreams in your everyday waking life. And for you, this might look like revisiting an old dream that sticks with you until this day, and then having this huge aha about your truest self, or finally understanding why you keep dreaming of your ex and how to finally let go, or having the courage to explore a scary dream and finally getting unstuck in one area of your life. I teach you an easy to apply methodology and guide you as you apply this method to your own dreams. And along the way, I cheer you on along with your other dreamers as you unlock your intuitive abilities to see dream messages. So let's talk about a little bit what is included and that is that you have five 75 minute live lessons together with me and other dreamers and sessions take place on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific time. We start next week, Wednesday, October 25th. But if you can't make a session, there's no problem. They are recorded. There are also two integration weeks that have group discussions, and these are an opportunity to deepen your understanding of the material and connect with fellow dreamers and catch up on materials. I really like to design my courses with a mindful pacing in mind so that when you're going through, you don't feel overwhelmed. And I intentionally put in like two breather weeks where you can actually catch up on materials, which is nice. Another one is we have an online community space, and this is a great opportunity, a space for you to ask questions about lesson materials, share insight, and receive encouragement. And then lastly, there's a personal online portal, and that's full of readings, guided meditations, journal prompts, and more. And this is literally 
the dream course that I wish I could have gone through years ago if I had found one. (laughs) And it's really great for you if you're a vivid dreamer and you know that your dreams have meaning and you also believe in signs and synchronicities guiding your life. If any of that sounds like you, then I really have no doubt that you are going to love this course. So you can learn more about that and by uh, and sign up by heading on over to marcymoberg.com forward slash links, L-I-N-K-S. That's marcymoberg.com forward slash links. There's also a link in the show notes wherever you're listening. So now on to this week's episode. I want to start with a story about a life-changing invitation that came in my dreams. And before I do, I just want to note that uh, today is a unusual time when I'm recording. I'm recording at a time that I usually don't. I'm recording during the morning when my critters are most active and uh, and my husband is away for an appointment. So if you hear a little voice in the background, that's my parrot, Odie. And um, I've heard from listeners that they actually like when she has little random appearances. So here you go. <laughs> there she is. Um, okay, so my, my story... For years, I dreamed of mountains, and these dreams included like dreams of driving into the mountains, looking up at the mountains, spending time with mountains. In other words, mountains were really calling me strong, and I knew I was meant to move eventually, but I had one really big problem, and that was that I didn't know which mountains were calling me and where. Like, where where was I supposed to go? So... I often asked for signals and answers, and every single time I thought I knew where the where was, things fell apart, or unexpected obstacles came in my way, and this really frustrated me. Every single time I reached a dead end, I'd surrender, and then I just would have to let go, because, you know, really at a certain point, there's no choice. And when I surrendered, the mountain dreams would start to come back again. And I found this both comforting and confusing, you know, like which mountains are calling me? (laughs) This is, this question plagued me for years, for years and years and years and years and years. So for many years, I was convinced the quote unquote where was out west. And when I met my husband, I met a partner who loved the wild lands out west too. And so it kind of felt like this sign that I was on the right track. And after many discussions about how his organization had an office out west, we started getting serious about relocating to the San Francisco area. But what happened next really surprised me. A series of dreams with one clear message. Don't move to California. In one dream while visiting a friend, my car kept spinning out of control. And this visit to see my friend was just full of all these like strange obstacles and dangers. It was like, it was very perilous feeling, which was interesting. And by the end of the dream, I was really convinced while I was still in the dream. It's like I came to this conclusion inside the dream as I was getting to the airport to travel back to where I lived in the DC area. I was really convinced that I wasn't meant to be in California. And then there was a dream with the mountains and the hawk. They were beckoning with me with other state names. I literally kept hearing other state names. And when I woke up, it felt like as if it was a signal, not California, you know? There wasn't one specific state and only that. It was like I heard several states and the answer was just not California. (laughs) 
And and then there was the dream that warned me of forest fires before they started making the news later that year. And then I got sick, really sick. I developed Alzheimer-like symptoms, getting lost on my way home from the yoga studio where I taught. So lost, in fact, I had to call an Uber because I couldn't get home. And this happened more than once. And then another time I was in line waiting to check out at a department store and suddenly couldn't remember who I was, where I was, or or even why I was there. Instinctively, I knew to step out of the line and just meander the store until my mind eventually came back. And thankfully it did. So what was my diagnosis? Chronic Lyme disease. And I needed treatment and I needed it fast. The universe was conspiring to keep me in D.C. once again. And California was off the table. I kept thinking, if it wasn't California, then, like, where? Well, years went on. (laughs) Yes, this is a long saga. (laughs) And I made peace with the idea that maybe the mountains were for much later in life. Or maybe they were more symbolic. I don't know. I was trying to convince myself of anything at this point. (laughs) After all, why did I have so many visions of them and no answers to the where? So instead, I found this intuitive pull to start shifting my focus to building a deep relationship with the spirits of the land where I lived in the D.C. area. And that's where my attention went. And I found this new love and devotion to a place that was really deeply healing my heart streams, strings like kind of never stopped feeling pulled towards the mountains. And over time, the, the spirits of the land where I was living had an important message. In essence, the message was, we're just a bridge to your capital H home. Like we're just a bridge to your more permanent home. So what they implied was that I'd be moving and they were teaching me how to bond to a place where I live so that when I moved, I would know exactly how to bond with the land where I'd put some deeper roots down. The where was still elusive, but it was still implied, like you're going to move. And the move is coming, and in the meantime, work with us. So that's what I did. So then in late 2019, my mountain dream started picking up steam again. And I suggested to my husband that we make some road trips to see where we were meant to land. We both yearned to live in like this, you know, more widespread nature space, like just much more nature, more nature in the forest, something like that. But neither of us still again were sure of where. So as usual, the itinerary was focused more uh, out west. And then the pandemic hit and our plans were just kind of blocked all over again. So if you haven't figured this out by now, I can be kind of stubborn. (laughs) I am a Taurus sun after all, and my mind felt a bit made up about moving west. I feel like a part of me like decided that a very, 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 very long time ago. But I couldn't deny that honestly, every single time I tried to move out west for years, it never worked out. Like something unusual always happened. So when the pandemic seemed like there was no end in sight, my husband suggested that we start putting roots down near DC, which was something I hadn't considered. First of all, because I was like, well, you know, where are mountains? And then second of all, I was like, uh, we can't afford anything. (laughs) 
if you don't know anything about the DC, uh, Washington DC real estate market, it's bananas. The prices are absurd. So I was like pretty much convinced that if we were going to live in the DC area, I would probably be renting forever. (laughs) But then when we started really talking about it, we thought, okay, well, what if we could find a place with more nature? But it was like further outside the city that there was prices that we could actually afford. And honestly, at this point, I was up for anything because I was pretty tired. This was like this many, 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 many year saga. So we spent a whole month driving around whenever we, you know, like had a weekend or a day off and nothing still seemed to click. And just when we were about to give up, I suggested an area we hadn't explored. It's like it just kind of intuitively came to me. Hey, wait a minute. What if we looked near the place we always do day trips? We always go to the same big national park. We always go hiking in these same areas. Like, what if we check out there? There was a lot of nature. There was hiking trails. And I don't know, maybe there's something more within our price range. I'd never looked. So one night I felt inspired to hop on Zillow and, you know, where you can search for homes and stuff. And the first listing that came up caught my eye and it was the right price. It was in the mountains, according to the listing. And I had no idea how it was still available given how absurdly nice it was. Like I felt like there must have been a catch, but (laughs) something felt really magical about this. So my husband thought it was, you know, when I've told him about it, like it was too far out, but I had this really, really good feeling about it. So I convinced him to go on a drive and check it out. And he agreed. And I believe we will never forget that drive for the rest of our life. We were literally talking about it the other day. We were making the same drive home and we were talking about how I'll never forget that drive. It was just really special we saw so many hawks on our drive out to the area and hawks are one of my close spirit allies. They've been that for me um, since I was a kid. I've always had a very strong connection to hawks and a giant bald eagle was sitting atop a tree soon after we got off the highway to head towards the mountain, which was just, I mean, beyond magical. And then as we wound up the mountain, a clear like there was like this clearing broke and we found an area that was sprinkled with vineyards and farms and homes. And of course there were mountains and it was just magical. We kept saying to ourselves like, wait a minute, how had we never known this place existed before? It was just like this felt like a hidden gem. So, you know, we made our way to the property and the second we stepped foot out of the car, and onto the land, we instantly knew, like, this was it. This, this is it. We both felt this sense of peace flood over us, and while a butterfly circled us as if to cast a spell, we said yes. Literally, like, this circle, <laughs> this beautiful, like, butterfly just kept circling us and circling and circling us when we were talking about it. And... I made some offerings to the land and I asked the spirits of the land, you know, to work things out if the feeling was mutual. I connected in with them, introduced myself and said, you know, hey, we feel like a strong yes to to connect here and to, to move here. And if the feeling is mutual and that's in your best interest and ours, then let's just make, you know, let's make it easy. 
And a hawk swooped low overhead right after that across the land as if to signal like this final fireworks of yes. So it worked out. Here we are. We moved. <laughs> um, and it is, it's been great. Um, it, it, this is the mountains that were calling me for a long time. But I had no idea. I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't even know that these existed. Uh, I didn't know that this area existed. It had never occurred to me um, that moving out here could be an option. You know, I spent years searching for the mountains my mind had in mind, right? Focusing my energy out west based on my own affinities and preferences. But life had a different plan in mind. Mountains not far from the place I'd spent most of my adult life, and it's perfect. You know, dreams bring us invitations, but so often we miss them. Ignoring repeat images, themes, or scenarios along the way, or blocking them with our own personal preferences. If I'm learning anything about, like, capital L, life over and over again, it's that My mind has a plan and then life has another. Sometimes those plans sync up. Sometimes they're slightly different. But most of the time, the plan that life has is way better. And glimpses of that plan show through in our dreams. Marcy here. If you're on the fence about joining my dream course or you want a taste of what it's like to take class with me, I want to invite you to join a free dream event. It's a virtual class called Nighttime Power and you can watch anytime right now. During this recorded event, I cover why dreams matter, how your beliefs about dreams shape them, steps to start a dream practice, and a simple question to start interpreting your dreams. And lastly, why you should never use a dream dictionary. Sign up is super easy. You can just head on over to marcymover.com forward slash links, L-I-N-K-S, and click the link for the dream event or click the link in the show notes available wherever you're listening to your podcast right now. And they show up as usually additional information about the episode. You will walk away with some practical tips to start working with your dreams right away. And you want to make sure to sign up soon because the workshop is available. This event is available through the rest of this week um, until October 22nd. Okay, now back to this week's episode. guide us to our unique path. And over the years of my personal and professional dream work, I've noticed five common dream invitations to study, to work with a specific spirit energy, to take or not to take a path or choice, to see reality more clearly through the clouds of our conditioning, and to heal whatever we are avoiding. So let's start with the first one. When we receive dream invitations to study, They usually are an invitation to learn a certain subject. So for example, you may be shown a certain book in a dream. The cover, the title, and the details are very clear. And 
whenever a specific book shows up in my dream, I get really curious and see whether it's a real book in the material world or if I haven't heard of it. You know, like I see if it's real if I haven't heard of it before. And if I'm able to locate the book, I'll take the invitation to read it. So this has happened a few times and how I've received a couple of books over the years. And then sometimes there's a book uh, that shows up in my dreams that is not available in the material world. So I will read it in a different way sometimes on the psychic plane. So another example is attending a classroom on a specific subject. And dream teacher Robert Moss refers to this as night school. And in night school, we study a certain subject while we sleep in our dreams. And we can continue this exploration of waking life. Another example is meeting a dream teacher or an expert of a specific subject. Over the years, I've had a few clients tell me that they had dreams with me before we began work together. And the same is true for me with some of my classes that I've signed up for, teachers and mentors that I've decided to work with in my own path. Another invitation is to work with a specific spirit energy. So for example, a vivid dream where you closely interact with an animal, plant, element, or important spiritual figure. The dynamic is clearly relational, and you might receive a direct message, a gift, or find yourself feeling curious to explore the connection further. So I often find that animals and plants and other spirits from the natural world sometimes come into our dreams with direct contact without words. So for example, one of my earliest plant dreams was with the plant yarrow, a plant that is now very, very near and dear to my heart, like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite plants. And in the dream, I was shown how to work medicinally with yarrow, uh, which I didn't really know that much about at that time. I made a sacred water infusion with the plant, and then I applied it to a woman with wounds. And turns out that yarrow is really great for stopping bleeding. So it makes sense. So in that case, like the plant was showing how, uh, what kind of medicinal gifts they have. Um, and it was also an invitation to continue deepening my relationship with them. Or the first time that I had uh, a dream with the spirit of a lion and we met on a path and locked eyes. And it was as if the lioness invited me to follow her with her body language as she walked away, eyes still on me. So these kind of uh, unusual interactions that almost kind of feel like there's a spotlight on them, they're extremely vivid, they're very clear, uh, they're uncanny, they stick with you. These sometimes can be invitations to work with a, a spirit energy. One of the most common invitations in dreams is to take or not to take a path and choice. So for example, the dreams I shared earlier in this episode about the really chaotic Californian dreams uh, given their context and repetition, it was really clear to me that the invitation was not to move to California. Another example is the dream seat that I did in the last episode, episode 64, with podcast listener, listener uh, Leslie. And in that instance, her ancestors invited her to put on the burning cloak. And that cloak, in other words, was like this signification that she was being invited to own the sacred work she started recently with the launch of her business. Another often missed dream invitation is to see reality more clearly. In other words, to move past the clouds of our conditioning. So for example, one time 
I had a guide show up in my dream to tell me to take a business meeting and give the opportunity a chance. At the time, I had no big business meetings. There was like nothing on my calendar like that. So when I woke up, I was a little bit confused. Um, But then when I opened my inbox, I saw an email waiting right there to have a meeting. And my dream gave me the confidence to move forward and to take the meeting more seriously and to be open to the opportunity rather than just blow it off in skepticism or feeling like, oh, I don't have time, you know? Another example can be dreams centered around themes like taking the leap. And these dreams often appear when people are at a fork in the road. So usually between following fear and following our hearts. And upon waking, the dreamer feels confident or calm and supported. And these feelings and dreams are, are really meant to give the dreamer confidence to follow their path. Now, the last dream invitation, honestly, is one that I could spend like a whole episode on. (laughs) And I have a whole lesson focused on healing and dreams in my dream course. But I want to talk about invitations to share, um, invitations to heal whatever we are avoiding. And these dreams actually I find happen a lot. And I mean a lot. I think that they are the most common dream invitations that I see uh, across the board in dreamers that I work with. And they often include repeating stressful, confusing, or scary dreams. So for example, getting into a tense conversation with your partner in a dream that ends in you sobbing, and then you actually wake up from sleep and you have tears in your eyes. Or a dream where you quit your job and you just walk out of the building. Now, context matters. Sometimes those dreams are inviting us or into something else. But so many of us, operate in our waking life with like this shield of armor protecting us from our deepest feelings. We have learned how to prevail and to keep going. It's a coping mechanism and it's quite resilient, but also it can be hindering us. So we know how to be super resilient. We know how to be strong. We know how to keep going. And yet underneath feelings of grief or anger or sadness live in ourselves and they're stuffed really, really deep down underneath the surface and eventually start to break through in our dreams, calling out for our attention and healing. So I think this bucket of invitations is undervalued, often dismissed. People are usually scared of these kind of dreams or overwhelmed or just kind of don't know what to do with them. And that's exactly why I think it can be really powerful to learn how to do dream work because I find that these dreams actually often have some of our greatest gifts And when we lean in to work with them and to do some of that healing work, it's as if we like regain an entire piece of ourselves that we lost along the way. It's really powerful. So before we close, I really want to pause and ask you, what dream invitations that I've shared today do you recognize in your own life? And lastly, did you take them? Did you take the invitation? It's really, really easy to miss dream invitations. Most of us did not grow up being taught the language of dreams and how to decode their meaning. Um, you know, our ancestors grew up in, if we kind of trace our, trace our lineage back far enough, eventually we would find people who worked with dreams on a regular basis in community, in their family. It was a regular practice. And for many of us, that's unfortunately been broken down. 
And then on top of it, sometimes we're too close to our own dreams to really see a message right underneath our nose. And that's why I think learning uh, a methodology can help to give us some distance so that we're able to see a little bit more clearly. So I really, really, really want to change this. And that's exactly why I created my dream course, Dreams Unlocked. It's why I record episodes about dreams um, and dream work on this podcast. So if you... If you'd like to catch more dream invitations and you want to act on them, I would love to see you in the course. Again, don't forget to sign up and check it out before Friday, um, October 22nd when doors close. And you can check it out at marcinwilberg.com forward slash links. I have one last request for you, and that is to share this episode with one friend or loved one. Because, you know, sharing is caring, as we say in my household. And I spend a good chunk of my work week uh, writing, recording, editing, and finishing the latest podcast episode when I'm not with clients. And it would feel really, really good to have you share this episode with someone. It's a free way to express gratitude and give back and spread the love. So most podcast apps have a share button. And this allows you to message the episode directly or an option to copy and paste the episode link. So if you share the episode on a social platform, like maybe you do a screen, sometimes it's also easier. You could just do a screenshot and then uh, you can tag me at Marcy Moberg, uh, for example, on Instagram. And uh, that can be another way that you can share it. So thank you in advance for supporting my work and, and for sharing this episode I hope as many people as possible can hear this and start to connect some dots to their own dreams. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did creating it. It was a really rich one. When I sat down to start working on it, I just felt like, whoa, there was just so much content that wanted to come through in this episode from my guide. So I really hope it served you. And I hope to see you in Dreams Unlocked if you feel called to start to learn how to do some dream work. And In the meantime, I'll leave you with my personal mantra, being you takes courage. Much love to you. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me. I hope you love the episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts, share your rating and leave a review, ideally five stars. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a single episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at www.marcymoberg.com. Until next time, remember, being you takes courage. Lots of love.